All right, y'all. Today is a fun one. <laughs> it's all about cancel culture. This has been coming up a lot, so I am going to give you my perspective, my thoughts, my feelings on it. And I'm not going to talk too much about it in the intro. I'm just going to let this thing ride and we will get into it. And if you enjoy this episode, if you enjoy this podcast, I would love it so much if you would, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, if you would rate and review, because when you do, it helps the show get seen by other amazing humans who are searching for this wisdom, who are trying to remember how amazing they are for people who think that they're broken or that they're doing something wrong. So please do that or please, you know, share it with a friend, share it on social media. Just any small thing like that can help. It's like not just the show, right? Like, Yes, it's cool. It boosts my ego a little bit, but not really. Like It's really to <clears throat> inspire and help others. So I would really appreciate it if you feel called to do that in your heart. And without further ado, cue the intro and let's do this thing. Welcome to the Feeling Free Podcast. My name is Ben Harris, also known as the Fear Guy. My job is to help you feel more free in your life with the love and relationships, self-worth, and much more. I'm happy you're here. I love you. I believe in you. Let's break free from fear together. All righty, beautiful, beautiful humans. As we begin this conversation, I want to start it with a deep breath so we can all get into our hearts. So whether you're driving or walking or anything you're doing, working out, you can still center with me and get grounded. So as we begin, please take a deep breath in with hand on your heart, focus in your energy on your heart. Hmm. There we go. Now that we're grounded and connected, let us begin this conversation. So cancel culture. <laughs> <clears throat> I know you know it's a thing. You know what I'm talking about. I don't need to explain it. So this has been coming up quite a bit. And I was having a conversation with a new friend recently that I met at my apartment. And we were discussing all these sorts of things. Because as soon as I tell someone I'm a fear coach or a fear alchemist or a fear guide or whatever you want to call it, whatever costume I'm wearing at the time, you know, it, it piques some interest. And we were talking about spiritualities, like past lives and different things like this. And we ended up talking, you know, more subconscious things and cancel culture and a little bit of not necessarily politics, but the the psychology that goes into them. And he said something to me that hit home. And this was the, the final thing that I'm like, oh, this is it. It's time to talk about this. And a cool thing was I was up on the roof where we chatted yesterday and went back up there this morning. I woke up early. I was like, oh, man, I'm vibing. Got to do the things. <laughs> Got to write. I have things I just want to say and create. And literally, as I started typing the first sent first few sentences, he came out and said, hey, what up, dude? Good morning. Like, I have a meeting, but I want to say what's up. So that was confirmation for me to speak about this. So here I am speaking about it. And what he said to me really hit home, which was we are in a culture right now that is preaching improvement. Like it's pe it's preaching growth and evolution, but it's, it's expecting us to be perfect. And I love this because it, it's so true. Like 
it's like, hey, everyone improve. It's like, we're trying to evolve, but hey, you have to be perfect. You can't make a mistake. And I'm just like, oh my God, like that's so true. And like, so it's expecting you to be perfect and grow at the same time, which is literally impossible and insane to think. And it creates this just toxic cycle. And that's what we're going to talk about. And when I talk about this, I'm speaking to you, the individual. I'm not speaking to society as like, I need to change the world. We need to change society. Like everyone think this way. Like, no, I'm speaking to me. I'm speaking to you as an individual because we don't change society anyway. You can't like change the world, right? It's like you, we evolve as individuals and that's when society changes or evolves is when we do as individuals and that's how movements begin and start and you know, all the fun things. So I'm talking about this because this is riddled in fear. Like literally, that's what cancel, cancel culture is. It's a fear of making a mistake. It's, you know, back to the expect, expectation of being for, perfect. That's what perfectionism is, that you can't do anything wrong. And But then what happens is that you think you're always doing something wrong because it's never perfect and it's never good enough. And that's what this is. So it's very, very disempowering, very dark, so heavy. And this is designed to keep you in fear and disempowered. Like this is a weapon of control, and I mean that literally. It uses shame, and shame is powerful. It doesn't even help solve the problem that it's trying to solve. Shame is counterproductive. Brene Brown, I'd imagine most of you know who she is. Brene Brown has a good podcast about this exact thing. She talks about cancel culture, accountability, and shame. And she points to the research that says shame does not work. Yet here we are saying cancel culture is a form of accountability. Like yes and no. Remember everything is nuanced. But to the extreme that we're talking about, like shame doesn't work. And the goal is to not beat cancel culture or to not fight against it. Like I'm not here again saying like we're going against society. I'm trying to change the world. Like trying to change. Like no, like we're not trying to beat it or fight against it because that's what it wants to happen. That's how you feed the beast. That's how you feed the energy. Is that you, you give it more anger, you give it more hatred, you give it more shame, you give it more fear. So for most people listening to this, the best way to quote unquote fight it is to be free, is to be energetically sovereign from it. So it's to work on the energy of yourself. And what does that even mean? What does it mean to be energetically sovereign? It means to be like unhooked from the programs, to be unhooked from the matrix, if that's what you resonate with. It's to deprogram yourself from what people think, from approval, from different societies, from different rules, from different like you have to be this or do this to be this. So if someone says you have to be this to get this or you have to do this to get this or you have to be this to feel this, no, 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 that's not the way. So to be energetically sovereign means to be like energetically unfuckwittable. <laughs> like I started, how I started is by I unhooked myself from social media. So one way, right, is that you could not watch the news anymore. I don't watch the news because trust me, there's plenty of people who are going to inform you because that's one of the things like, well, how are you going to stay informed? Well, like by the time you hear this episode, it'll either be right before or right after the episode came out about the fear in the media so like media and journalism is literally like designed like the foundation is fear to get your attention so 
I don't watch the news because it's heavily infiltrated, it's distorted, it's manipulating you and your attention. So yes, you might be able to sift through that, but there's so many, like the energy tied in, tied in with it, I just don't like the feeling of it. So you can, like some people could be, but I don't watch it and I'm still informed, I'm still doing the thing. So I started off by unhooking from social media. So I believed, this is an old belief now, I believed that it was the keystone to my business. Like it was the it was the thing, like I had to get clients only through this platform, only through this channel, which led me to producing content that I hoped people would like. So I changed myself, even if it was subtly and it was still well-intentioned, right? I'm still trying to quote unquote help people. But if I'm changing myself, I'm not really helping people, right? Because I'm coming from a distorted place. I'm coming from a place that's not fully sovereign. I'm coming from a place that like I'm needing you to fulfill a certain need in order to help you. Does that make sense? So I'm not really helping you if I'm using you to like fulfill this icky need. So I let my most pure and powerful thing, which is myself. So my energy, that, that is my most powerful thing. Like me, my highest self, my being, I let it be distorted by Instagram. And the interesting thing with this is it's not even about caring. Like, you know, some people will say like, well, don't care what people think. Like, stop giving a fuck of those things, like how to give like less fucks or whatever. Like, yes, that's partially true, but it's not even about that. Like, it's this awesome place where I just am. I don't try. Hear that again. Like, I'm not trying to not care. I'm not trying to not give a fuck. Like, I just am. And this, this is the difference, right, of like the fighting versus just being or the trying. I just be a dope-ass human that doesn't consent to control or infiltration anymore. And this is a nuanced conversation, but I'm sure you're already, like you already know where you are being controlled. And if you don't know, all you have to ask or reflect on or journal on is ask yourself the question, where are you not being yourself? When do you change your words or actions for others? Jobs, relationships, social interactions, you name it. That's where you are being controlled when you're not being yourself and you change your words or actions. So if you want to unhook from these things, I could give you a bunch of tips, but the best thing I can do is refer you to my friend Pilar. She was on the previous episode that very like well-received, lots of listens. So Pilar's program, I will link in the show notes, it's the best investment for you right now. So if you want to unhook from these certain things and if you want to become more clear and energetically sovereign, uh, this information in the videos, in her videos, like her transmissions, how she just, oof, it's so clear, it's so potent and just hella good. So I'll link that in the show notes if you want to learn how to unhook and eject from these things so you can be clear and your own sovereign being. So I'm, again, I'm not speaking to society as a whole because it's not helpful. The best thing to do is to focus on freeing your own energy, not using and investing that same precious, precious energy of yours into a battle that would deplete you, which is, looks like trying to argue or trying to say this is right or no, this is wrong, right? Like that's going to just deplete you. Most people it's going to deplete, like that's not your mission in life to do that. The best thing to do is to be in your power. Be in that state where your presence is felt and freeing in itself. People are 
going to be more free just by being in your in your energy field. The worst thing to do is trying to dismantle a system that you're not free from yet. Hear that again. The worst thing to do is trying to dismantle a system that you're not free from yet, which is what most of us do. And it's not wrong because that's we're thinking that we are doing something good. That's what we're you know encouraged and incentivized to do. So there's nothing wrong with that, but it's not the most helpful or beneficial or even strategic thing to do. And I believe that everything's ha- that hap- everything is happening perfectly. Like I don't think cancel culture is bad. So listen, because it's kind of funny, right? I, I come off and saying like it's controlling and all these things. Like yes, it is. And there's always and. Hopefully everything you know by now I speak in nuance. It's it's good and bad. It's right and wrong or neither or both. <laughs> right. So it's and why I don't think here's why I don't think cancel culture is solely and only bad because it's revealing what has subtly and not so subtly has been happening for anyway for like thousands of years like corporations government media and the powers that be have been controlling you and your ancestors forever for as long like for as long as we've been this type of physical human and it's been happening so it's nothing new it's just ramped up and really obvious to us now. So that's why I think it's pretty good thing, right? Because now it's really obvious. Like this has really been happening, but now we can see it clearly. So with this new revelation of cancel culture, why I think it's, it's not a bad thing. And here's why I think it's a good thing is because I hope that it inspires you to be more you, not less. Because that's the fear, right? As like, okay, I'm going to be quiet. I can't say what I want. I have to obey these things because I need a job. I need money. I need to be accepted. I need more followers. I need to, you know, appeal to the masses, all these certain things. However, instead of being terrified to be fired from your job, or maybe you do like, maybe you are let go for something you say you do. Now you have the opportunity to do what you really want. You have the opportunity to embrace your life's mission and purpose. You have the opportunity to do what truly lights you up instead of being confined and restricting your true self. You have this amazing opportunity. And so that's what I think cancel culture has revealed. And that's what I hope hope it leads to. And I know that it's leading to is that you're like, we're not going to consent. We're not going to uh, continue to live our lives in such a blatant, like siphon siphoning of energy of people just using us and manipulating us and controlling us of like we are not going to be down for that anymore like we're going to be like no like i don't agree this isn't me so now you can see why i'm not against cancel culture or what we call we can call attempted accountability because i hope it propels you to be more you to embrace your true calling to and to embrace like t- Hmm. Like, well, let me say this first. Like, I hope it leads you to be embraced by those that love you and need your service in the world. Like, I hope it motivates you and inspires you and helps you see the world more clearly so it can lead you to that. Like, I hope you create businesses, organizations, and families that are accepting of all ideas and perspectives. I hope this is a reminder of how important real, and remember, like, capitalize and bold the word real diversity is i hope this is a reminder of how important real diversity is not this version that is preaching diversity yet crucifying people who think differently and making and make a mistake even if it's like the worst the worst of the mistake like 
this is how we learn. Like fear of failure and rejection will keep you and the rest of the world disempowered. Like we need your ideas. We need your imagination. I hope this inspires you to make mistakes. Like the idea of cancel culture or accountability, whatever, however you define it, like a lot of ideas, it starts off good. The intention for most people is to help others see how their beliefs may be destructive to others, right? It's trying to like be a teaching moment and the goal is to hold someone accountable, but it turns into shame and now people just keep quiet. So this is the key what people don't realize is when it turns into shame and blame and fear and you're dumb and stupid and shut up, don't make a mistake. Now they feel ashamed and they might even be more ingrained in their beliefs out of spite or because it's just like, like really, they might be angry, they might have spite and now they're, they don't feel free. They don't feel safe to like speak, to like speak their opinions, to speak their beliefs, to speak their views, how they were raised, right? Like, like these people's beliefs, even though you might not agree with them or like you have to remember it's based on someone's experiences of how they were raised, of how the world has responded to them from their traumas, what's been reinforced, what's been encouraged, what's been incentivized. So they might be doing something that's quote unquote wrong, but they're not doing anything wrong because they're doing what they think is right. <laughs> so it's it's very nuanced and it's not like, okay, you are, you did some racist hate crime. That's not okay, obviously. That's not ideal. But if we don't hear them out, the same thing you can relate this to shame within like sex. So if someone wants to do something and then you shame them and say, wow, that's weird. Why do you want to do that? Or I can't believe that you're so weird. Now they're not going to open up and they're going to go to other avenues to express this feeling, right, of crazy, harmful, harmful to others, harmful to yourself, harmful to a relationship, harmful to their own brain and happiness, like in their brain leading to depression, like back to the sex thing or continuing on the sex thing of like really harmful porn, watching really harmful porn because they believe that this thing is wrong, that it's shamed and shunned by society. So that's what cancel culture is breeding is if I'm not, if I don't feel safe to talk, then I'm just going to keep it inside. And that literally does the exact, exact opposite of what we're trying to do, right? The intention is to like, okay, let's hold, hold people accountable and change. Like, let's change the narrative. Let's, you know, be more woke, whatever the hell. Let's, you know, break these systemic issues. But if we just shame and shame and shame, fear, 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 it keeps more people quiet and it doesn't change the way you want it to change. It does the exact opposite of what you want it to do. Woo. So it's just keeping, uh, it's keeping people quiet. It's doing the opposite of what well-intentioned people hope to be doing. So calling someone out is helpful when it's blatant and repeated, but I'm talking about extremes. And now lastly, as this rant is close to an end, <laughs> I want you to consider and wonder if this isn't all well-intentioned. So I've spoken about, you know, there's a lots of good people trying to do the right thing. However, this fear and shame is a control tactic to keep you stuck. It's designed literally to keep you disempowered. Certain powers 
certain forces want you to keep want to keep you this way. They are taking advantage of you. They use these half truths, like what we're cancel culture. It's half true or ish, half ish true, to start these movements. So people feel like they're doing something good. They feel like, oh, like this is what everyone else is doing. This is the right thing to do. This is, you know, I'm like, I'm changing the world. I'm changing the narrative. Like I'm being a good person when it's really keeping theirs and other vibrations lowered. So shaming and fear and saying, you're an idiot. You're doing something wrong. This is dumb. Like get off. You're fired. Like whatever, like whatever those things are, it's keeping your personal vibration lower. So if you consent to that, if you are doing that, it's literally keeping your truth, it's keeping your highest self like down, it's keeping you lower and probably less happy. And it's keeping others, like the person you're trying to help, it's keeping them lower and the people you're probably around lower too. And fear is the lowest vibration. It keeps you from rising up into your highest self. It keeps you low. It keeps you down. It keeps you less powerful. And that's exactly what they, quote unquote, they, those forces, those power, the dark energy, like that's what they want to happen. And so that's why it's so tricky is because you will be like, you think you're doing something good, but you're really not. But again, I don't think it's bad. And that's where the nuance comes in. Like, I think it's necessary and happening in our benefit. Really, I think all of this, all of the nuance, all of the good and the bad or the nothing or the both of this is happening in our benefit because look at what, look at what is revealed. Look at the conversations it's starting. Look at hopefully how it's inspiring you or like this conversation or me to think or to feel differently. So I think it's a wonderful thing. It just depends on how you choose to interact with it, like everything. So I don't think it's bad. All right, y'all. I think that's everything. <laughs> Let me know if you have any questions. Send me an email or a DM on Instagram. If you DM me on, on Instagram, I love to hear from you guys. Just I'm not using social media as much anymore. Um, but I honestly feel so much like free. Like the fact that I'm recording this episode even and how I interact with platforms and channels is so much like free and clear. And yeah, hopefully... Like, I know you can feel it. If you're in tune enough, you can feel it. It's not just in the words, it's in the interaction. And so being like an like work being an energetically sovereign being is such it's a feeling. And again, it goes back to yes, it matters in what words you say, but it's really just about the beingness. And so really check out Pilar's program. It's called Up Level. It's linked in the show notes if you want to check that out. Um but I've been able to see it just how I interact with people. Like my energy, my presence, my field is doing the work. Like I'm not even having to set boundaries anymore. Like not have to say boundaries. I'm not having to like do the thing. I'm not having to post like this. I'm not having to say this. Like people just respond. And it's crazy. Like the world is responding. Like the reality is responding. People are responding. I've seen animals respond to it just from the way that I be. Like my energy is the thing. My frequency is the formula. I'm pulsing with potency. My thing, my being is the thing. <laughs> All right, y'all, appreciate you so much. Um, if you're interested 
in working with me, as always, check out the website. It's feeling-free.com. You can check out all my offerings, whether it's fear breakthrough sessions, mentorship. There's freebies on there you can download. Um, we have a retreat coming up. And so go get on the wait list for the retreat. I'd love to see you in person. Retreats are amazing. I love retreats because it's really how I put retreats together is I think, what do I want to do? Like, what would be super fun? Like, what is amazing? Where would, where would I want to go? What would I want to learn? What would I want to experience with other amazing people in an amazing place? Like, that's the dream in the world. So if that's your dream and you, it lights your heart up, go to the, the website. It's also linked in the show notes or just go to feeling-free.com. Check it out. All right, y'all. Amazing beings. Choose to be free. Set yourself free. No consent to this infiltration and control. Be free, be free, be free.